Unvaccinated Americans are coming. I repeat, the unvaccinated Americans are coming. <laughs> yeah, so now those people, whoever they are, are allowed to come flying back into Lake Canada. And that's what I'm going to be chatting about in this podcast. So get ready for it. So in my recent blog on October 1st on myneedlejet.com, that whole blog is just about, well, it's about how Canadians are needy and I don't enjoy those flights the way I used to when I was younger. I've been flying into... Canada on and off for the past 20 years like we would fly there for a while and then it would stop uh, another regional carrier or contract carrier would take over and do it for a bit and then we would come back to it and fly for a few years and it's taken away and now we're back to flying there and yada 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 so we lost Ottawa which was like one of my favorite overnights I loved Ottawa it was great and that was because our flight crew stayed downtown Ottawa. I'm not going to say where because that's none of your business. And just in case we go back to Ottawa, that would be awesome. But we stayed downtown Ottawa in the middle of everything. Um, it was great. I always stayed on a high floor. I stayed between the 18th and 20th floor. The hotel is surrounded by like three Tim Hortons, like a block or two blocks away, which is fabulous. And for those of you that don't know what a Tim Hortons is, it's like the Canadian answer to Dunkin' Donuts, but I think it's better. It's better coffee, way better pastries, or they have donuts, but they have um, some like special like pastries too that are I don't know, I don't use this word very often, but they are amazing. Like, it could be like the little simple thing. And a lot of those amazing um, treats that they have at Tim Hortons are maple flavored. And I freaking love it. Um, So, yeah, I miss Ottawa. I mean, not just Tim Hortons around the hotel. There's a bunch of restaurants because you're like right there downtown in the middle of Ottawa. It was so fun that even like I hate snow. I hate the wintertime, but. I would go bouncing my ass around on the street in Ottawa in February and it's snow everywhere. I love that overnight. We love that overnight. And it's been taken away. But anyway, not to get off on that rant. Um now we're you know, we've been flying back into Canada for a little bit. Um we weren't going there for a while, but Canada had put restrictions that if you go in there, you had to be vaccinated and you had to prove all that. Um, I think they were doing random temperature checks and random COVID testing. So you had all that going on. But um, yeah, that's that started, I think, at the end of 2021 or the very beginning of 2022 and has lingered on with these restrictions all the way up to October 1st. And now all of that has been lifted. 
so you can come in there unvaccinated um i'm not for sure about the other details but yeah they've listed lifted those restrictions so we do there are a few of our crew members um that have not been vaccinated for their own personal reasons you know we're not going to go into all that because there are hipaa laws not that i would say any names or anything but there are hipaa laws and there may be um, underlying medical reasons why they can't have that vaccine as well so we don't question that but now all those people all of us are going back into canadia and i want to talk about <laughs> Like I said, it, Canada is not what it was 10 years ago to me. I've noticed in the last, I don't know, three years we've been flying back in there, maybe four, that Canadian passengers have been quite needy. And I have a friend who's Canadian, um, but he's been in the U.S. for, I don't know, 10 years now. He retired here, sort of, from working in Canada, and he's he works as a flight attendant and medical personnel it's this other job and he says the reason is why they're so needy is because they're used to i think it's saying like four-star service or whatever they expect that everywhere i don't know at le mcdonald's too i'm not for sure but the thing is on our flights it's an Embraer 145. I have 50 seats. So usually when I go into Canada, it's mostly full or it's always full, book full. And the flying time itself is about 52, 53 minutes. I have basically one minute for each of you. And not really, because there's things I have to do before we land. that have to do with customs and getting things locked up. And I don't have that time for you. And... They always want to drink up all the wine. I mean, I don't have any booze left. They go for the wine first. And if that's not left, they go for the beer. And if that's not left, then they start going for the uh, booze. And like all that swiping, the credit card swiping, all that kind of stuff. Ain't nobody got time for that. I really don't. It takes a lot of time. Um, but they're quite needy. Drinking up all the orange juice and apple juice. There's some juice juice drinking people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've just noticed that they have become a lot more needier about the silliest things. And it's not just me. I've spoken to other flight attendants, and they say the same thing. That the Canadian passengers have become quite, are very needy, period. And have been a little rude lately. Oh, they have a, a reputation of being very nice everyone's so nice there um not as of late i don't think um i've had some few rude ones in the past i don't know three or four years and things like things where i've done stuff for them major like i had this one guy come on board and as he sat in his seat he had lost his passport he let me know so i mean i've done my job for a while i know how people are sometimes it's just in their back pocket sometimes it slipped out and it's in the seat sometimes it's on the side of the armrest between the sidewall where which it was sometimes you just dropped it on the floor a lot of times they just have it on them and they don't realize it and they think they lost it so i'm trying to help this guy out i got this chicken head on the left of me like oh maybe you want to make an announcement and i was like miss can you please shut the hell up 
and let me do my job because I know what I'm doing. Before I even make an announcement, I, like I said, I check to see if they still have it in their pocket or maybe they put it in their bag or it's onto the side of the wall. And it was on the side of the wall. So I'm helping him out. And this guy has an attitude. I asked him to stand up for me. I was going to check around his seat. I check around his seat. And like I said, it was between the armrest and the sidewall right there. Canadian passport. I give it to him. Like, here you go. He snatches it out of my hand and has a goddamn attitude. Dude, I found your freaking passport for you in the U.S. before we took off and flew to Canada, which you're going to need to get your monkey ass back into La Canadia. And you give me an attitude? What I should have got was, oh, thank you, miss. You saved my ass. And let me interject in my own podcast. Uh, you as passengers are responsible for your own things. We are not your mother or father. You are responsible for your passport, your wallet, your keys, your laptop. And payroll checks. I have found payroll checks in the seat back pocket. Get get it together. Not one thank you or anything like that. These freaking people. Oh my God. Oh my God. And that's another thing. Just stop interfering. Let me do my job. I know what the hell I'm doing. I don't need suggestions from you. I didn't I didn't just start yesterday. I wasn't born yesterday. I didn't just start my job yesterday. Shut up, chicken head to the left. I really don't need your advice on how to do my job. Thank you. But anyway, um, just examples like that where I've noticed that some Canadians, not all, but more than usual from my experience, have been quite needy and a little rude. Now then there's Quebec. That's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother country in their minds. <laughs> Yes, therefore, of ladies. Um, not everyone. This is a lot of everyone. I hate that airport in Montreal. It is a semi nightmare, and it's really just customs and their attitude. And ugh, they can just suck it. Um, but FYI, when you go there to Canada, be honest. If you got fruit. An apple, a damn banana, um, a salad. You better declare that because if you go through and they do a random on you, you will be in trouble. Okay? They gave a, a lady on Delta. She sat in first class cabin on her way to La Canadia. Excuse me. Canada. And uh, she, the apple came with her first class meal. I guess she was like, oh, this is a snack for later. And she put it in her purse. She got through customs. I guess they did a random on her. They caught the apple. She was fined $500. I guess Canadian. I don't know what that uh, conversion is right now off the top of my head. But $500 Canadian, I believe. Well, it may have been when they converted it. It was $500 US dollars um, for an apple. So I'm warning you now. Don't screw around. Nuts, seeds, meat. Things like that. Oh, Mary Mary Jane. Yeah, you better watch it. Okay? Just watch it. I'm, I hate, I say, I say this, and you will hear me say this in this podcast. I am a passenger advocate. I am advocating for you. 
I don't want you to get caught up in customs and their crap. So declare it. Please declare it. So I'm going to read from um, Bloomberg. Well, actually, this is coming from MSN.com. Um, I think they took this from Bloomberg. The story is by um, Randy Thonthong Knight. Thonthong. Hmm. So it says Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's government will let its mandatory vaccination, testing, and quarantine requirements for international travelers expire in October. October 1st. The removal of border restrictions puts Canada alongside dozens of countries in entering a new phase of the COVID-19 pandemic by ending measures meant to slow the spread of the virus. From October 1st, travelers entering Canada will no longer be required to provide proof of vaccination, undergo testing, quarantine, or isolation, or submit public health information to the government's app or website, officials said Monday morning in Ottawa. So masking requirements on domestic planes and trains will also be lifted and cruise passengers won't be required to have pre-boarding tests or be vaccinated. Since earlier this year, Canada has been gradually lifting its COVID-related restrictions to fully reopen its economy, with travel measures being the last set of rules to remain in place. Canada has recorded nearly 15,000 COVID-related deaths so far this year, and more than all of the 2021, according to government data. But the death toll has eased significantly since the first few months of the year when the Omicron variant ran through the population, forcing temporary lockdowns. About 90% of Canadians five years and older have received at least one dose of a COVID vaccine. So there you have it, folks. And that's from um, Bloomberg Business Week, I believe. And again, who wrote this article? It was Randy Van Thong Knight. So that was about six days ago, because when I'm recording this podcast, it is October 3rd. Late, or very early morning, October 3rd. And um, yeah, those restrictions have been lifted for Canada. So, hey, if you want to get a trip into Toronto or go to Vancouver, which I'm thinking about doing, I will be on vacation. So, hey, you can go. You don't have to worry about all this pandemonium in the world restricting our lives. Because I know I am certainly tired of it, and I know you are too very tired of it and i just want to say that canada used to be my backup country um not anymore (laughs) because of all the craziness but um i'm just not gonna go there right now and just real quick before we before i close this podcast um it's on my blog if you want to read this um it's titled Listen to Our Announcements. And I want to go over that real quick before I end this podcast because I think this is really important when you fly, especially it's October 2022 now. And we'll, before you know it, it'll be Thanksgiving and Christmas. And if you haven't flown in a while or you get discombobulated when you show up to the airport, you know, we got this joke as 
airline personnel that people check their brains in with their luggage. Unfortunately, that is true for some people some of the time. But I want to give you some quick tips about why you really need to listen to our announcements as flight attendants anyway, and and the gate. Um, So I'm going to start with number one. You might be on the wrong flight. And sometimes people slip through the gate for whatever reason, or people book flights with similar cities and they booked a flight not paying attention to the actual state. Like there's Portland, Maine, and there's also Portland, Oregon. There's Philadelphia, Mississippi, and there's Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. You know, um, I think there's Newport News, California, and there certainly is Newport News, Virginia, because I used to work out of that airport. So things like that. That's why you need, you may have actually meant to, like, for example, I had a guy on my flight not too long ago. Um, He was supposed to go to Albany, Georgia. I didn't know there was an Albany, Georgia, but apparently there is. And someone booked a ticket for him, not paying attention to the state. And they booked him a ticket to Albany, New York. Now, I made my announcement. I usually, at the beginning of the announcement, I say, hey, this is such and such airlines. And we're going to, I say the city and state. And then I say my whole spiel. And at the end of the announcement, I repeat again, we're going to city and state. And we were wrapping up our paperwork, about to close the door. And this guy comes running up. He was like, excuse me, miss. Um, I'm supposed to be going to Albany, Georgia. But my recruiter or whoever, he plays professional sports or something he was saying. They booked him on this flight by accident. He needed to get off. So he came up to me just in time. He was really, really nice. He wasn't rude or anything. And I was like, okay. Gate agent was at dinner. And she heard the whole thing. So it was explained to her. And we got him off. And they went inside and I guess we booked or accommodated him somehow. Um, but that's one of the reasons that you should be paying attention. Now, I'm not going to go through all of them. Um, but I will be giving you tips <laughs> in the further podcast about what you should be paying attention to and why you should be listening to the announcements. They are important. So number two is your airline might delay or cancel for weather, maintenance, lack of flight crew, or ATC delays. You're like probably in your mind like, well, who cares what it's for? Why do I need to know? Well, you may have an appointment or a job interview or something, and we're telling you that your three hour it's going to be a three-hour delay. You might want to make other arrangements to get to where you need to go. If it is delayed or canceled because of the airline's maintenance issues, guess what? You have certain rights under the um, passenger's bill of rights that benefit you because it's the airline's maintenance. It's not weather or it's not ATC delays, things like that. You need to know. If it's lack of flight crew, like if you've seen in the news that um, a certain airline is having labor issues and there might be a strike, you need to know that too. If you have booked it on Delta and you know they're about to go on strike in two weeks, you might want to um, switch it over to American or JetBlue or something to where you need to go because you don't want to get caught up in that craziness. So pay attention to the announcements. It is for your benefit. 
and I'm looking out for you. Peace out.